Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And we just got done watching six, season six, episode one. I forget what it's called. Uh, we're, we're seat of our pants tonight with one microphone and half a mixer. I think it's actually two turntables and a microphone is what we got. We, somehow we're turning that into a podcast. So it's going to be uh, a little lo-fi tonight. But uh, what do you think of the episode, Aaron? I thought it was really good. Like, I... I mean, I guess if I was going to complain, the little the the T junction at the fence looked a little flimsy, but I felt like they knew that that was a problem. It was something they're worried about, and it held. And like I said, I I only saw the thing once, but I thought the plan looked sound. Um, maybe some of the 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 special effects, as far as the digital zombies, were a little shaky. But what do you want? I I thought a um, very Tarantino esque, like the black and white the. The color, the jumping back and forth in time, like that trunk shot was straight Tarantino. What'd you think? Uh, yeah, that was the first thing that came to mind with this kind of what the fuck opening where you're you're seeing this herd of zombies in this quarry and you're like, what's going on? They're getting past the truck. It's like, oh, OK, they're jumping around in time, Tarantino. Uh, and I was also surprised, like Glenn's trusting Dickless for some reason after Dickless just tried to kill him. But kind of over the course of the episode, they explained that enough to where I'm like, all right, he's giving him a second chance. You know, he's been shaped and molded by Rick. Rick is a guy who's not going to kill this Carter guy just for wanting to kill him, even though he might be justified. But uh, Glenn's kind of learned from that. I, th- I thought that was cool. Yeah, it seems like that's the they're all about winning hearts and minds now in Alexander. They're very careful to at least pay. I can't tell if it's actual respect or it's a lip service to Deanna's authority. Uh, I thought it's kind of interesting the scene between Jesse and Rick. I think that's uh, the blonde that he that that uh, uh, was a, uh, the wife of Pete that he murdered or executed last season. Not sure what I think about that and his relationship with Jesse's teenage son and how that's going to blossom. But yeah, I mean, it's the Walking the Return of the Walking Dead in in style. Um, and then there's kind of the big cliffhanger at the end. What do you think's going on there? Uh, I, so I feel like maybe I can't get too into that without spoilers, but we've, we've talked about these wolves, right? Like this, this idea that these wolves might be, it might be like an outside force that maybe while everybody's kind of out playing with the zombie herd, they busted in because we saw the, the sign at the end that says like, uh, this way to Alexandria, you know, home, sweet home or whatever. And that's the way that they were headed. So I feel like something has gone down there that is very bad. Either, Carter's people decided, oh, we're going to fuck this mission up, but he's out there, so I don't know how that would happen. Or the wolves got in and fucked things up and set off this alarm. Yeah, I was actually thinking when we first were introduced to this uh, death quarry full of zombies, and they were clearly pinned in by this careful arrangement of trucks, I thought, sure, that that was like a... I guess the nuclear bomb version of the booby trap, because the wolves we saw in last season had a lot of semi-based zombie traps and kind of booby traps and, and whatnot. And I was kind of mildly surprised when they explained like that that was some kind of primitive survivor's camp that got quit, that got overrun early on in Alexandra's history and had no affiliation with the wolves at all. So I'm kind of, I'm not even sure if they're right about that. And I'm also thinking that, yeah, probably wolves at the end of this. I mean, it, one other option, maybe it's, Jesse's kid trying to get revenge on Rick for killing his dad. 
I don't know. There was a lot of that in the episode, so that could definitely be a possibility. Yeah, and like Rick said, like these people are just stupid. They shouldn't survive. And when you were talking about, um, you know, some of the 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 Rick's insurgency, I was thinking, yeah, maybe they're doing it too. But like they're they're stupid. And then there's you've got a gun pointed at your head. I shouldn't pull the trigger. And I, I'm the other possibility. I thought is that this is some kind of you know, like like sometimes if the power goes off, you get an alarm, like an industrial. Like, what if the, this is a complete failure of the power grid at Alexandria, and it set off some kind of automated alarm that has to be reset? And I wonder if this is going to be Rick's. Like, all right, your hot showers and your your reading lights and all this is over. Your video game playing is over. We're going to go back to the primitive. I, I that that's the other possibility I thought of. Yeah. If, so, worst mission ever, right? Like last season. They go out to fix the power system to get the parts they need for it, and then it just breaks down anyway at the beginning. Sure, that would be ridiculous. Uh, the other thing I like is, so this Carter guy, apparently trained under Reg, and I was thinking halfway through this episode, yes, cold rolled steel is still around. We've got the technology. We can do it. No, no, Carter gets his face eaten off. So what does that mean for the future of cold rolled steel? I've never been overly impressed with cold rolled steel in the first place. So I think to the extent that there's still steel plates and corrugated metal and I beams that they can still produce it. And also I, I, I don't know. There's like a slightly burf beef burfier. There's a slightly beefier version of Clark that was on the construction crew last year that I was, you know, Abraham, he used to be the leader of the wall ex- expansion. I feel like Reg has got his fingerprints on a couple of these guys brains. I don't think we've lost the, I, I think we still have cold, we still have steel, and we have some ability to roll it. So I think we'll be fine on the cold rolled steel front. All right. The thing I'm worried about, um, I don't know. It, so it seems like Dickless has come around, and he is kind of willing to play by the rules and join this team and in what capacity he can. And Glenn is saying, okay, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to not kill you, which I thought was interesting coming off of last season. Uh, do you think there's any possibility that that decision is going to be bad for Glenn, that he could pay for it? in the future. I don't know, but I am thinking that of all these people that they're trying to give second chances to that one of them, you know, the, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking when Jesse's like, you can't talk to him and he can't hear you and I'm going to train him. It's like, okay, he's a teenage kid. You're going to train him to be a ruthless warrior like yourself. And then what happens if he feels sore about the way you did his dad? So, I feel like out of all these instances of Rick's team being merciful, one of them will probably bite them in the ass. Um, One thing I was thinking about, or one thing we were worried about is that there was going to be some big moral showdown between Morgan and Rick. It seems like that was built up and it's mostly addressed. There might be some residual, like I'm not sure where you're at Rick, but uh, it seems like they were seen mostly eye to eye. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think you're right. I mean, he knows that things have to be done and that people have to be killed when they get bitten. So that's one thing. I'm not sure that he's totally on board with this group yet, even though he's had some moments with Rick, which I thought were excellent, by the way. I mean, th- those two actors together are always really good. Uh, but I I don't know. There's something still not right there, especially with the way I noticed him calling out Carol or not not calling her out, but noticing things about Carol that don't really say uh, just 
I'm your typical uh, naive housewife. She knows more than she's letting on, and Morgan knows that now, which I think is interesting. Yeah, Morgan's no dummy, and she she does more than just serve up a mean uh, casserole. So I'm not sure what's going on with there as well. But, you know, overall, I think the group has taken seriously their responsibility of... You know, like Glenn is keeping this dickless secret to himself and Maggie's keeping it to herself. And now Fist Bump is keeping it to herself. Uh, What do you think about what's going on with Abraham and Sasha uh, as far as their relationship? Yeah, Sasha last season was pretty. She, She was on the edge and I don't know that she's come back from that. And Abraham is rightly suspicious. Uh. I, I don't know that I buy when she says I'm not just going out to get myself killed here. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I felt like that smile was pretty genuine. Did we even see Rosita this episode? Yeah, she fist bumped Tara when she was tucking her in. That's right. Hmm. I just thought that, you know, I was surprised they didn't do more with their kind of long zombie car ride. Um, but yeah. Uh, what else we need to talk about? Uh, not too much. I think we'll see more of Abraham and Sasha in the very near future. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't have anything else to talk about. And my arm is getting tired holding up this microphone. Uh, so we will be back. I mean, this was an extra long. It felt like an extra long. I didn't feel like it was like loaded full of commercials, but, uh, pretty good. Definitely great. Good start to the season. And we will be back with full coverage on Tuesday night. Uh, or Tuesday afternoon, so you've got until like Tuesday morning-ish to get your feedback into Watching Dead at BaldMove.com. Of course, we got a thread up on forums at forums.baldmove.com for all your zombie discussion needs. Uh, can't wait to see what you guys think about it. Um, but until then, I'm your host, Aaron, and I'm Jim. See ya.